Konnichiwa from Kestrook Village. This is the Rorschach Japan update from the 31st of January 2023. A quick summary of what's going down in Japan. According to Japan's National Police Agency, at least 20 cases of theft and robbery in 14 prefectures have occurred since last year, including the murder robbery of 90-year-old Kinuyo Oshio in Tokyo on the 19th of January. Japanese police requested the transfer of Yuki Watanabe, alias Luffy, a suspected mastermind behind a string of robberies in Japan, and three other men to Japan from Manila after obtaining arrest warrants on suspicion of theft in connection with a scam targeting elderly people in Japan. The Philippines is willing to deport them, who are now in detention in an immigration facility in Greater Manila by the second week of February. Japan formally decided on Friday the 27th to downgrade the legal status of the coronavirus on the 8th of May to the same category as common infectious diseases, such as seasonal influenza, to ease COVID-19 prevention rules. In a major policy shift in its response to the three-year-long pandemic, the Japanese government would be able to relax existing intensive COVID-19 measures, including limiting the movements of infected people and their close contacts. The reclassification of COVID-19 came after a panel of experts under the health ministry agreed on the plan earlier in the day. The downgrade would pave the way for a normalization of social and economic activities in Japan, possibly enabling non-residents to enter Japan without PCR tests or quarantining. Since May 2022, the government has been proposing that face masks be taken off in certain circumstances, but even during the harsh summer months last year, many Japanese people wore masks almost everywhere. Speaking of COVID-19, China said on Sunday the 29th it will resume issuing ordinary visas for Japanese citizens, a procedure it suspended on the 10th of January in protest of Japan's tightened COVID-19 measures for travelers from China, in a move that could thaw bilateral relations. The Chinese embassy in Tokyo said that it was resuming issuance the same day. The step is expected to ease concerns among Japanese businesses operating in China. Beijing has similarly halted issuing visas to South Korean citizens, but has yet to announce the restart of the procedure. Japan, South Korea, and a number of other countries have tightened border controls on travelers from China as it reopened its borders and scrapped quarantine measures on the 8th of January. They cited a lack of credible infection data and fears that a new virus variant could emerge in China. On the 10th of January, Beijing halted visa issuance for Japanese and South Korean travelers criticizing their entry restrictions on visitors from China as discriminatory. On that note about foreign affairs, Japan decided on Friday the 27th to add 36 individuals and 52 organizations linked to Russia to its list of sanctions imposed over Moscow's invasion of Ukraine, as the war shows few signs of ending, threatening security in Europe and Asia. The sanctions, including asset freezes and bans on exports by Japanese firms, target politicians, military officers, business people, companies in Russia, and regions in eastern and southern Ukraine, and others. Since Russia invaded Ukraine almost a year ago, Tokyo has imposed economic sanctions on Moscow in lockstep with Western countries, such as asset freezes on President Vladimir Putin and the nation's central bank. Kishida's government also said it would expand the list of items banned for export to Russia as they could be diverted to military use. A search and rescue team found two men who were missing after being caught in an avalanche while backcountry skiing in central Japan's Nagano Prefecture on Monday the 30th, but are showing no vital signs. 
The two skiers, located by the police on the mountain where the avalanche occurred a day earlier, were among a total of 13 foreign nationals who were skiing in three groups in the area. The 11 others descended the mountain safely. The police started their search early Monday after being unable to immediately begin on Sunday due to weather conditions. Gonoi Rina, who was sexually harassed while serving in Japan's Ground Self-Defense Force, or GSDF, said Monday the 30th she has filed a civil lawsuit against the perpetrators and the state in the latest development in what has become a major scandal involving the organization. In the suit filed, she is seeking nearly 7 million yen, or about $57,000, in damages from the five perpetrators for causing mental distress and from the state for its failure to prevent abuse and investigate her claims. After quitting the GSDF in June last year, she began posting online about her abuse and submitted a petition to the defense ministry calling for an investigation. The ministry confirmed the claims and apologized to her last September before discharging five male members of the GSDF and suspending the unit commander for six months the following December. The ministry launched in September last year a special inspection across the whole of the GSDF to investigate harassment cases and has received around 1,400 complaints. Speaking of scandals, on Friday the 27th, several officials of Japanese advertising company Densu admitted to collusion over bid rigging for contracts related to the test events for the Tokyo Olympic and Paralympic Games. The officials admitted to the wrongdoing during voluntary questioning with prosecutors, while maintaining that they were not aware of any illegality at first when the bid rigging took place, according to the source. Since last November, prosecutors and the Japan Fair Trade Commission have conducted searches of firms suspected of rig bigging, including Densu and Hakuhodo. Another Japanese advertising agency, ADK Holdings, has admitted to participating in the bid rigging, although numerous other suspected companies have denied the allegations. In addition to the bid rigging case, prosecutors are investigating a widening corruption scandal centered on former Tokyo Organizing Committee executive Haruyuki Takahashi, who used to work for Densu. Takahashi is charged with receiving around 200 million yen, or nearly $1.5 million, in bribes from five companies, including ADK. On that note about the yen, on Thursday the 26th, the International Monetary Fund, or IMF, called for more flexibility in Japanese long-term yields after the Bank of Japan, or BOJ, decided to widen the trading band in December for 10-year government bonds. The IMF said that accommodative monetary policy is still appropriate and exceptionally high uncertainty remains over the inflation outlook. Japan's core consumer inflation hit 4% last month, double the pace envisioned by the BOJ. Most of the rise is due to higher import costs, magnified by the yen's weakness, a major reason why the BOJ remains committed to monetary easing. The IMF also said Japan's inflation could be at an inflection point. The BOJ says it will maintain its ultra-loose policy until inflation reaches its 2% target in a stable manner. The Ministry of Internal Affairs and Communications said Tuesday the 31st that Japan's unemployment rate stood at 2.5% in December, unchanged from the previous month. The job-to-application ratio stood at 1.35 in December, unchanged from the previous month meaning there were 135 jobs available for every 100 job seekers. Following the use of homemade weapons in the shooting death of former Prime Minister Abe Shinzo in July last year, the National Police Agency will track and delete online information about gun and bomb making starting in March. The suspect reportedly made the gun and gunpowder 
by looking at videos and other content on the internet. The agency has assigned an organization called the Internet Hotline Center to check, report, and delete illegal and harmful online content. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. You can support us by subscribing to our show. This way you'll never miss an episode. Let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at podcast at Rorschach.com. Mata ne! Mata ne!